Can you believe it? While the countdown here in Vancouver and Whistler to 2010 rolls on, I'm finally rolling out another Olympics Outsider podcast. Yes, indeed. I know you've been waiting patiently. Have you been following along the news? There's a lot going on here in the Olympic world, both, you know, kind of on the good side and on the controversial side. Good news is venues are getting completed. I've checked out the construction on the curling rink down at Nat Bailey Stadium. The Nordic Center up at Callahan Valley with the cross-country skiing and the ski jumping is up and operational. Heck, they're having events up there. I've got reports from our South of the Fraser correspondent that the ice skating oval in Richmond is nearing completion and a glorious building to boot. There's a clock counting down the seconds in front of the art gallery, which is where the following interview was recorded. Albeit, well, it was close to a year and a half ago now, but not a lot has changed since then, except that the sport of skeleton is finally getting a little bit of attention from young Canadians. I hear, and this is something that is alluded to in the forthcoming interview, that more and more young daredevil Canadians are uh, attacking this sport of skeleton, which seems to be custom-made for people who like to go fast and don't mind a little bit of danger, including the talented athletic offspring of Steve Podborski. Yeah, that's right. Original Crazy Canuck. His uh, his kids, Ben and Maddie, trained to be skeleton athletes. What do you call a skeleton athlete, anyway? With me, back a year and a half ago to the uh, some Olympic flag rally, something or other at the art gallery steps for a chat with skeleton gold medalist and Canadian superhero Duff Gibson. <laughs> the Olympic outsider rolls on at the RBC Olympic flag tour, something or other, on a beautiful Sunday, Mother's Day, in front of the Vancouver Art Gallery. Did you but, say something or other. It's something or other. Flag tour. Flag what is tour it? What is it officially? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's the flag tour. You had it right. Okay. And I'm here with superhero Duff Gibson. You know, uh, you know. not only do you have, already have a brand of beer named after you, but, but now you got a gold medal to watch to match. How does it feel, man? Well, thank you for saying that the, the, the beer was named after me. I have so many people who say, oh, you're named after a beer, and I have to explain, oh, I'm 39 years old. Uh, but yeah, awesome. Awesome. I, you know, how can I tell you what it was like? It, it, it was um, the, the fact that my my wife was there and my sister was there and a lot of there was there was probably 30 Calgary sliding community people who flew over and slept on basements and that made it really special because there was a like it was just packed with Canadians and and my wife especially uh, to enjoy it with and and all of a sudden Canada is on the world skeleton map you know that's totally exciting taking two out of three almost three medals in the sport which was totally exciting and, and in dramatic fashion too watching you go down the sled I think a lot of Canadians were like, what, what, what is this sport again? So how did you come across skeleton as a sport? Well, I did bobsledding first. Uh, okay. I mean, it's in Calgary, It's we have a track, so we have that sort of a community. Uh, in other places, I get the question all the time, how do you, how do you start skeleton? <laughs> well, in, in, obviously, you've got to be around a track. Um, and that's why it's kind of exciting that Whistler is hosting a Games because yeah. there'll be now two tracks in Canada, and that, in theory, will double the... Uh, the, the potential team members or, or the, the pool to choose Canadian team members and, and double our success. Now, in 2010, the, the success that we had in, in uh, Torino is going to be just as much, if not more, because we'll have the home track advantage and, and Canadians will get on that track literally two years before anyone else will even see it. And, uh, and that's like, I can't 
tell, like it's almost unfair how much of an advantage that is. Because even, I mean, now that we've had, we had a World Cup last year, a training week, and an Olympic Games on the Torino track, and I've maybe had 30 runs on that track. I've had a thousand in Calgary. Oh, gee, so it's a whole other ball game. And that track didn't look easy there in Torino. There's a lot of talk on the news about, holy smokes, this track is maybe too hard. Did you find it more or less difficult, or I guess it fit you pretty good? Well, it, it it's definitely a more uh, challenging track. We You've probably heard these terms for skiing. You have a, a technical track or a glider's yep. track. A, a glider track I'll never do well at because I'm sort of stock here. I'm less aerodynamic. Uh, but a technical track I will do well at because I have a good sense of where I am and I'm physically stronger than my competition and a technical track means you have to steer the sled really hard. And uh, so that's why that's what Torino was uh, like and so that really suited me. Now there was a bit of made out of you and, uh, um, about I, I believe you're the oldest gold medal winner from Canada or in Olympic history or something. I remember something on the coverage where you tend to be a bit older than most of the gold medal winners. How do you keep yourself in such dialed in shape because you don't you don't look like an old guy? Well, thank you, thank you for I, I keep my hair really short and that that way I, <laughs> if I bick my head I have no gray hair. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I have a refusal to grow up. I guess I, I don't know. If you never stop, you know, your body doesn't have a chance to slow down. I guess. What do you do in the off season to keep in shape for doing skeleton? Because skeleton is not an all year round sport. Is there? Do you, is there all wet, all year round skeleton sleds with roller blades or something? Um, basically, no. Yeah. We we have a nice uh, what we call an ice house in Calgary, but that allows us. Uh, to practice our starts on ice, oh, okay. but it's it's basically the start of a track, and then you go up a hill to slow down. Um, but that's you know a- anyone who does sport at this level does it all year round. Um, but in the summer, we train like a track athlete. We do sprinting, we lift weights, that sort of thing, all for the the purpose of making our start faster. Now, there's also a lot made of you that you're a fireman and you're just going back to clean the toilets and be the junior uh, kid on the uh, on the fireman squad. What's uh, what's the reality really like now? <laughs> like you're not treating me any differently <laughs> at the hall? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they treat um, you any different, or is the attention that you're getting from across <laughs> Canada? Because I mean, when you made your run in that day, you were you were it. You were the coverage all over CBC, and for lunatics like myself, we're up at 4:30 watching the coverage live throughout the day you were the story and so you can't tell me you just go back to work and it's just like just like it was before there must be something different in your life well it, it, in uh, in some ways things are different in some ways they're exactly the same um, work is very similar to what it was before uh, however um, a lot of the guys at work you know I've really enjoyed the fact that the the, the CBC cameras came to the hall and made them a part of it oh yeah and afterwards there were you know there was some media coverage in the hall afterwards so so uh, a few of them have have made a point of telling me how much they've enjoyed that and that means a lot to me so i've really enjoyed that having said that very quickly things are back to pretty much the way they they always were um other than i get to to come to some nice events and have some special opportunities like being at the flag tour now, what's going to be your role at 2010? Are you going to keep pushing uh, pushing the sled, or are you going to keep pushing other people to push the sled? Well, I uh, I retired on the spot after having won the gold medal because it's always been a dream of mine to uh, rock star moment, man. To, perfect to uh, <laughs> to go out on top, and uh, so I'm never you know it couldn't be better. I'm never going to yeah. exceed what I did in Torino. So I said 
I had no problem saying right at the time, that's it. And, that, and uh, I'll never slide again because I'm going to pass my sled on to someone else on the, you know, a Canadian guy coming up. And I'll always be able to say that my last two runs were winning a gold medal at the Olympics. <laughs> Beauty. So in, instead, at, uh, at 20, 10-year-old, we'll be hanging out in the audience going, yeah, Canada. Yeah. Hey, bring me a beer. Is <laughs> he a gold medal? Well, I'm, I'm hoping to be involved, and I'm not exactly sure at this point what that, that will be. Maybe uh, I'm going to be involved uh, locally with coaching. Um, I don't. One of the things that I didn't like about the World Cup circuit was, you know, being stuck in a hotel room away from home for two months at a time. Again, that really wears on you, and I think it wears yeah. on. It, it certainly was tough on my wife being by herself at home for for long periods of time. So, um, uh, I have uh, I have an interest in in being involved with the sport for sure and, and coaching, but just in just in uh, just in Canada. Excellent. Duff, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for the great moments. I was yelling at the TV, cheering for you. And uh, thanks for being an inspiration to a lot of young Canadians. So who knows, maybe that's a sport that we're going to dominate for Olympics to come. (laughs) Well, at least for 2010. All right, beauty. Thanks, Duff. Thank you. Well, there you have it. A gold medalist in your ears. Yes, indeed, for your listening pleasure, you can visit 2010.dailyvancouver.com for more episodes of the Olympics Outsider. You can also visit hockeynw.com, the home of the Canucks Outsider podcast, for more winter sports uh, culture and, and coverage. If you've got any comments on the show, well, you can leave a comment there on the blogs, but be sure to stay subscribed. The next episode features an interview from the same era with Crispin Lipscomb, the top Canadian freestyle snowboarder at Torino 2006. Tell your friends, eh? And come along as we count down the days till 2010 Vancouver Whistlers. And I am Davo, and I am out from Vancouver, B.C.